Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 368 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about why you don't get better at tennis. And to be clear, I hope you are getting better at tennis. I hope you're reaching all your goals. I hope you're developing as quickly as you want to, to the level that you want to achieve. But many players out there feel stuck. And the story I'm going to talk about today was about one of those people. He came to work with me and and he felt stuck. And the things that we learned together, I'd like to pass on to you. And I think it's super, super important. Before we we get to that, though, quick thank you to Troy92 and Happy Girl 100. Those two Apple Podcast users just recently left a review for the Essential Tennis Podcast on the on. It's funny for years and years. I I've always said iTunes Music Store, but. Now it's the Apple Podcasts app. Really appreciate that. That's still the the primary way people get podcasts. Wherever you listen to the show, leaving a rating, leaving a review really helps a lot. But especially on Apple Podcasts, on your phone or on your Apple computer. So thank you so much to Troy92, Happy Girl 100. Really appreciate your support a lot. All right, so let's get to the story about the student that I, I just worked with. This is a person who had been playing tennis for a long time. And really common story on this person, played in high school, and then kind of took a break around college, after college, for career, for family. And now over the last several years, I think three or four years, is starting to pursue the game again and get back into it and is really loving it. He's been watching my content and consuming our our videos for several of those years and has learned a lot not just from our videos, but from other people's content as well. And this person has also been taking a lot of lessons, has their own ball machine, and super motivated, somebody who's getting out there doing the work. And so I'm just trying to lay the groundwork here. This is somebody who's investing in time, investing in money, investing in effort, but still felt the need to travel a great distance to come here to Milwaukee to get the results he's looking for to to get unstuck. And so as we're working together, we spent one full day together and we covered a bunch of different strokes. And so as I did kind of my initial analysis, first thing in the morning, as I always do with, with a new student and grabbed some slow motion video of forehands, backhands, serves, volleys, everything, and did a, a little overview to see where he was at and then started working on things together. As we progressed throughout the day, what really kind of struck me with this student was, number one, how the things that we worked on together on his forehand, on his serve, on his backhand, were very standard elements. Just very, very repeated themes that I see on the courts and therefore repeated themes in my content. When I see patterns happening with students, I try to hone in on those elements in my videos and in the podcast and in my courses that I create and the the products that we create here at Essential Tennis. 
because I want to help the biggest number of people possible. So I try hard to provide a lot of value around the topics and around the sticking points that most tennis players experience. So on this person's forehand, we worked on the kinetic chain, leading with the body, relaxing the arm, and had a huge breakthrough. And the student was super thrilled and, and blown away by the before and after. On the serve, we worked on his trophy pose and swing pass. Student had no actual idea how to hit spin on his serve before, and we improved his trophy pose a lot. And on his backhand, we worked on his swing path. Again, to create some more spin, create some top spin. These are topics, these are themes that I've been focused on for over a decade in my content. And I guarantee you, because this person has been following our content closely, this person has seen probably dozens of explanations and drills and lessons with other students and drill and I already said drills and you know different ways of practicing and training progressions I promise you this student has consumed dozens and dozens of pieces of content that revealed to him all of the things that we worked on together before he ever came here to Milwaukee so why why is that why is it that this person probably knew all the answers ahead of time, but when he came here to Milwaukee, I had to personally guide him through the the actual steps to go from A to B, to go from what he was doing to the thing that he already knew he was supposed to be doing these things, but he just wasn't doing them. And what was really kind of fascinating to me, I don't know why this really kind of hit me with this student, but but it did. All along the way, he was he was like blown away. He was like, "Oh, oh my gosh! Like I can't believe this. H- how is it that this feels so easy?" You know, like after doing the initial analysis and doing the maybe a half an hour of, of drills and progressions, like he he was blown away by the results, by the before and after. He didn't realize it could feel so easy or look so good on camera compared to where we started. So how how do you <laughs> How do you corroborate these different things together? How do you reconcile the fact that, A, he's been working hard, he's been investing in his game, he's been investing in training and knowledge and learning, he's been consuming content, he's improving his tennis IQ, but B, not actually doing the things that he's learning about. He's not actually moving in the right direction. Well... Do you have an answer in your head? I'm, I'm about to tell you what the answer is, but just think about it for a moment. What, what do you think could cause that disconnect, the disconnect between what he knew and what he had learned and what he was actually doing in real life? He'd been receiving coaching. He'd been doing tons of training. He'd been doing tons of practice. Well, here's the missing piece. He had never seen himself on video before. That's it. He'd never seen himself hit a tennis ball before. After years and years of playing, after thousands of hours of practice and and training, after I don't know how many, probably at least hundreds of hours, probably thousands of hours of studying and learning and training and taking lessons and receiving feedback, after all that time, 
he had never actually experienced a visual indicator of what he actually does on a tennis court. And so how can you improve when you don't know what you don't know? And this isn't just tennis, but every other part of life. You know, think about like what your career is. Imagine trying to achieve better results in whatever you do for a living or whatever you used to do for a living, whatever you know best, you know, in in life. It doesn't necessarily have to be something you get paid for in terms of like a job or a career, but just consider whatever it is that you've spent the most time on and maybe you feel most proficient at or an expert at. How could you possibly achieve great results in whatever that thing is if you didn't have any information or results-based knowledge about like what is actually happening, what's the output here? Like when I turn this dial or knob, what happens on the other end? He had none of that personal information. And so when that happens, when you go, when you pursue something for years and years, and you never know the truth about what you're really doing, then what it leads to is kind of, without knowing it, inadvertently sticking your head in the sand. When you consume video lesson after video lesson after video lesson, whether it's Essential Tennis or anybody else out there publishing, there's tons of great coaches and super insightful videos out there on the internet about tennis and everything else. If you consume hundreds of those videos, but you never take the time to learn what you are actually doing in real life, then it becomes old hat. You know, the the sixth, seventh, 15th, 27th video that you watch about leading with the body and relaxing your arm, the 27th time you hear that message, what are you going to say to yourself? Oh, yeah, oh, another lesson about the kinetic chain. I, Ian, I, this, you know, this is, this is basic stuff. This is beginner stuff. You don't, you don't have to tell me about this again, Ian. Meanwhile, statistically speaking, if you're listening to my voice right now, the vast majority of you listening to my voice right now, you are not using your body as well as you should be, and your arm is much more tight and tense than it should be. You're making the game of tennis way more difficult than it should be. And those of you who've seen yourself on video know the reality, and you've probably seen it firsthand. And this is a, a very universal thing among humans. You know, it doesn't even really matter what your level is or how long you've been playing tennis. You probably can improve in that area. And so that's what happens when we start, when we continue rather to consume information, 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 but we never learn about the state of the reality of what we're actually doing. We just start writing things off. We start ignoring the things that we actually need most. How about hitting with a ball machine? If you go out there with a ball machine and just kind of hit whatever random shots that feel good in the moment or whatever you think you need without knowing the truth, you'll probably waste most of your time because you're just kind of hitting random shots for the sake of hitting random shots. And don't get me wrong, like that's still good to get in repetition and you know keep your skills sharp and your reaction time sharp and your timing and your rhythm, you know, keep all that, all that, all those sorts of things like feeling solid and, and confident, you know, that's fantastic. But if you're like this student that I had a couple days ago and whatever level you're at right now is kind of your baseline and you want to move, let's say from three, five to four five, which was actually the goal of this student that I, that I had, you will not 
listen to me carefully. You will not move from 3.5 to 4.5, which is a huge jump in performance, just hitting random shots on the ball machine. It will, you, you are not going to organically change your habits and develop from one kind of tennis player to a completely different kind of tennis player just hitting random shots. If you happen to be a 1% of 1% of 1% talented, like genetically, inherently talented athlete, maybe it's possible. I am not in that category. I'm not even close to in that category. The vast majority, obviously, just by definition, are not in that category. And so for the rest of us, we have to actually know what we're doing in order to focus on exactly the right element to move the needle in the right direction. Just hitting lots of random balls will not move the needle in the specific way it needs to be moved in order to make a significant jump or movement in the correct direction. So all those thousands of you know uh, repetitions with the ball machine weren't moving the needle for this student that I worked with. And finally, taking lessons. I'm, a, I'm always careful about this one. There's a lot of great coaches out there. There they're really, they're really truly are. I, I am not in the business of like tearing down the, the people around me who, who do what I do. There's a lot of incredible, resourceful, knowledgeable, passionate coaches out there. There are also a lot of coaches that are going through the motions and they're delivering what most of their clients want, which is activity, which is lots of energy being spent, which is a lot of repetitions, which is optimizing for the short term and you know leaving the court after 60 minutes feeling as good and confident as possible. That's what most tennis students want out of a tennis lesson or a drill group or a clinic. And so most tennis coaches provide that day after day after day. And that's their wheelhouse for most tennis coaches. Most tennis coaches are not taking out an iPad and recording video and slowing things down and making things more difficult for the student. It's harder. It's more challenging as a student to come face-to-face with the reality of how you're moving your body. It's more challenging for the student to be told, we're going to change this habit. And the way you're used to doing it, we're not going to do that anymore. And it's more difficult for the student to stop and slow down instead of running around and feeling like you're accomplishing things because you're just super active. So, that's just the, you know, that's just the status quo of what tennis players would like and so that's what most coaches provide. And so when you receive that type of lesson, just kind of the generic, you know, state of the state of the um not state of the art, but just kind of the the state of how things are in the tennis world, when that's the type of lesson you're receiving, you're also not going to move the needle the way it needs to be moved and it related to the elements that need to be changed because it's much more surface level focused than what actually has to happen to make a big jump like what we're talking about. So the bottom line here is that for each of your strokes, for each of your skills, your footwork, your strategy, your mental game, 
your forehand, your backhand, your serve, your volleys, for all those different things. There's one key element in each of those things that's most important for you to focus on. And if you just don't know what that one thing is, you can spend years and years and years focusing on other auxiliary, much less important things that are all still good. Like they're all still worthwhile. But as long as that big fundamental base thing stays inadequate, you can polish all you want on the the lesser elements that are built on top of it and you'll stay basically at the same level. And video is the only way to figure out what that most important thing is. Without it, you're guessing. Without using video, it's just an educated guess. So if, you, if you'd like to dive deeper into this, there's an, another podcast episode. Episode number 320 is called The Ultimate Guide to Video Analysis. And in that episode, I just lay it all out for you, exactly what to do and how to do it, what gear, what equipment to use, and just make it super simple. If you've never seen yourself on video and you have big goals in your tennis game, then you're probably wasting a lot of time, just like this student was who came to see me. And I, I, don't, I don't say that at all to tear anybody down or demean anybody or, or anything else negative like that. I'm just trying to make it easier for players out there to make that big jump, that big decision to actually come face-to-face with what they're actually doing. And this student was a perfect example of somebody who's doing everything that on the surface he's supposed to be doing, but just not getting the results that he felt like he should. And it was all because he didn't know the reality of what he was really doing out there. Now he knows. And so now he has one specific thing to focus on in each part of his game that will make a huge fundamental difference in the way he plays tennis. And it's all thanks to video. Hopefully this was helpful to you. Hopefully this is uh, revealing to me, from my perspective, this is the biggest reason why players get stuck, why they don't get better at tennis. And so if you'd like more guidance on this, please do listen to episode number 320 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. And with that, thank you for listening today. I appreciate it. Hopefully this gives you some inspiration and a little bit of a nudge to move in the direction of learning more about what you're really doing out there. Keep up the great work, and thank you so much for listening. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.